Ashhadu anna Muhammadar Rasulullah Ashhadu anna Muhammadar Rasulullah Hayya Respected brothers and elders, with the advancement of technology, which one cannot deny in these times, it has brought about many benefits. However, along with these benefits, many harms have come about. One of the benefits that have come about through the advancement of technology is social media. However, as with other advancements in technology, social media, one of the fundamental aspects, one of the fundamental topics, one of the fundamental concepts in Islam has sadly to a large extent eroded with the advancement of social media. This is such a concept which Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala many times in the Quran has spoken about. It is such a concept which Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on various occasions has cautioned the Sahaba radiallahu anhum has educated them, has shown them practically how to inculcate this very very important aspect, this very very important concept is such 
the ulama of tasawwuf, those painting and, and determining the, the, the spiritual maladies, they have spoken at length in their books with regard to this concept is none, none other than husnuzan, having good thoughts with regard to others, thinking good of others. Sadly, as I have mentioned, with the advancement of social media, many a time rumors have been spread with regard to a certain individual. Rumors are spread on social media and we unknowingly forwarded, forward those messages, spread those rumors without verifying the veracity of those statements, without verifying how authentic those statements are, how authentic those accusations are. And without realizing we are falling into the trap of ruining a person's life, ruining a person's identity, ruining an individual's life. To demonstrate to the audience about three, or touch upon three incidents from the life of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, where this important aspect, this important concept of husnuzan, was demonstrated to the Sahaba radiallahu anhu. However, before I go into that, I would just like to define what do the ulama say husnudan is, having good thoughts with regard to others. What is it exactly? They loosely define it as tarjihu janib al-khayri ala janib al-shar. Giving preference to the good we know with regard to someone over the evil. If I know someone is upright, if I know he's of good standing in society, he's of good character, he has high morals. And now some rumor is being spread with regard to him. Someone is trying to defame him without any evidence, without any backing behind it, without proper evidence. Should I accept it? Should I even worth spread what is being said about him? No. According to this definition, ulama say, the good that we know about the person should overpower the evil that we know about him. If you look at the first incident from the life of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, this is the incident of if, the slander with regard to Aisha radiallahu anha. Very briefly, very, very concisely, what exactly happened was, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and sahaba radiallahu anhu, they went out and battled. It was the habit of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he got to take one of his wives with him. It so happened at that time for this battle, it happened to be the turn of Aisha radiallahu anhu. So anyways, the army travels, and as they are returning, they camp in a place. It so happens, lengthy incident to cut it short, Aisha radiallahu anha ends up being left behind by the army by herself. And the army had carried on back to Medina. She had fallen asleep, she wakes up and realizes the army is gone. Now, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa had left a certain sahabi behind the army to check if any of the belongings had been left behind. He comes up behind and he notices lying on the ground is Aisha radiallahu anha. She's in hijab, but he recognizes her as the, the laws of hijab have only been revealed lately. Anyways, he addresses her and he says, he tells her without making any uh, unnecessary talk, he tells her, mount the camel and I will take you and you, I will lead you back to Medina. You can't travel by yourself. You are a lady. You are a lady. So anyways, they travel back. As they are entering Medina, 
the munafiqun, the hypocrites, they see that this is a perfect opportunity to latch on to and to now bring about some doubt with regard to the status of one of the wives of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And so they do so. The leader of them being Abdullah bin Ubay bin Salul. Anyways, the rumor spreads in Medina that the wife of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, na'udhu billah, na'udhu billah, she has committed an indecent act with this certain person, Safadun Mu'attal radiallahu anhu. It so happened, as we are all human beings, certain Sahaba radiallahu anhum got caught up in spreading this rumor. Lengthy incident, eventually Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveal ayat of the Qur'an showing and proving the innocence of Aisha radiallahu anha. What did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? And this is the ayah that we want to focus upon. Coming back to our topic of having good thoughts with regard to others. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, لَوْلَا إِذْ سَمِعْتُمُوهُ ظَنَّ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتُ بِأَنْفُسِهِمْ خَيْرًا Why was it not such that when the believers heard or when you all heard these rumors being spread with regard to Aisha radiallahu anha, why did you not have good thoughts amongst yourselves? Why did certain of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum, why did you all have to assume the worst? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala practically demonstrated to us one of the methods of removing or inculcating this concept in our life, this aspect in our life, is if something comes to us, someone says bad with regard to someone, immediately what is our responsibility? Not to forward it on WhatsApp, not to post it on our Facebook page, not to post it on Instagram. No, no, no. What is our responsibility? Our responsibility is to immediately either delete that message, ignore it. And over and above that, to have good thoughts, to interpret it in a good manner. Imam Shafi'i rahimahullah is quoted to have once said that that person who wishes to have a good ending, a good ending to his life, Husnul Khatim as the ulama explained, what should he do? فَلْيُحْسِنِ الظَّنَّ بِالنَّاسِ He should have good thoughts with regard to others. Ulama say, to demonstrate an, uh, an example, if a person was to see someone entering a pub, Another Muslim person, you see him entering a pub. What should you do? Now we will think the person is going inside to drink, to do something haram. No, have good thoughts with regard to him. Maybe he's going to use a toilet. Maybe he needs some 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 need he has, some necessity he has that he's forced to go into the pub. That should be our quality. That should be the quality. That should be our uh, our outlook with these certain uh, rumors with regard to people. That's the first incident, the incident of if. Another incident, second incident from the life of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the incident of Ka'b bin Malik radiallahu anhu, who was a very, very senior sahabi radiallahu anhu. And there's a long story, very, very interesting story narrated with regard to him. To cut the story short, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, sahaba radiallahu anhu, go out in battle. And at this time, it was number one, it was extremely hot in Medina, 
Number two, it was a time when the fruits and the crops were buried. As we know, the Ansar of Medina were farmers. So this was, as we say in December time, our businesses, we call it peak business time. So this was peak business time in Medina. So Ka'ab bin Malik radiallahu anhu, he said he'll, he will join the army tomorrow, 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 never came. However, as the army is traveling, the army stops somewhere. Now, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is sitting with the Sahaba radiallahu anhu. And, and very, 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 very uh, uh, suddenly he asked, without any, with, uh, very suddenly he asked, where is Ka'ad ibn Why is he absent from the army? So someone stands up and says, حَبَسَهُ بُرْدَاهُ وَالنَّظَرُ فِي which loosely we can translate as, basically he has been caught up in business, and he has been caught up in now, in, in, in money. Immediately Mu'ad bin Jabal radiallahu anhu, was a very, very senior sahabi radiallahu anhu, he stands up and what does he say? بِئْسَمَا How evil what you have said. How can you say this with regard to such a senior sahabi with regard to of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Yes, he may have not attended this battle. He may have been absent from this battle. He may not be here with us. But have good thought with regard to him. What did he further say? Wallahi ya Rasulullah ma alimna lahu illa khayra. We only know good with regard to this sahabi radiallahu anhu. Again, going back to the definition which I gave in the beginning. Tarjih janib al-khayri ala janib al-shar. Giving preference to the good we know with regard to someone over the evil. Here is Mu'ad bin Jabal radiallahu anhu, a senior sahabi radiallahu anhu, a very senior companion of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And what is he doing? He is giving preference to the good he knows with regard to that person. In the hadith of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned, Beware of suspicion of having bad thoughts with regard to people. Because indeed having good bad thoughts with regard to or having suspicion with regard to your Muslim brother is the is life. Is the worst of life. Then Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went on further to say, وَلَا تَحَسَّسُ Do not pry into the affairs of others. Do not look to seek the faults of others. وَلَا تَجَسَّسُ Do not spy on others. Do not go out with the intent of finding faults of others. وَلَا تَحَاسَدُ And do not have jealousy amongst yourselves. وَلَا تَدَابَرُ And do not plot against one another. وَكُونُوا عِبَادَ اللَّهِ إِخْوَانًا And be brothers. In the ayat of the Quran, which I quoted in the beginning, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu ibtanibu kathiran min al-dhan. All those who believe, stay away from most suspicion. Inna ba'da al-dhanni ifni. Indeed, some suspicion we have with regard to others is a sin. وَلَا تَجَثَّتُوا And do not spy. وَلَا يَغْتَبْ بَعْضُكُمْ بَعْضًا And one of you should not backbite with regard to another person. عُلَمَاءَ مُفَسِّرُونَ Those who have commentated in the Quran, they have deduced a very, very, a very, very pertinent point from this ayat. A very interesting analogy they have made. They say, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala initially says, يَا أَيُّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اِجْتَنِبُوا كَثِيرًا مِنَ Stay away from, from having bad thoughts. That's the first step. Now let's assume something comes to a person. Some information reaches a person. Will a person be taken to task for this? No. Ulama explain a person will only be taken to task if now once that information, once that accusation, once that evil news, once that bad news about someone reaches a person, that person now entertains it. 
Now let's assume someone does Let's assume someone now The thought is playing on his mind Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says The next step is Do not slander Do not backbite Do not spread rumors With regard to, uh, 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 with regard to one another Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Practically demonstrates to us The steps That do not now disseminate this information As I mentioned Do not now set forward it on WhatsApp Put it on groups Put it on our Facebook page Instagram Social media Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala practically demonstrates to us the steps that we ought to be taking to inculcate this aspect in our life. The third incident, وسلم, is the incident of a third. He was light skinned, his wife was light born from that wedlock, and he came out dark. So now he started to have doubts with regard to his wife if she may have committed some indecent act with another person. So he goes to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he tells Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that my wife has given birth to a dark skinned person. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam uses, now look at this, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam practically demonstrating to his sahaba radiallahu anhu how to have good thought. He tells the sahaba radiallahu anhu, as we know, the people of Makkah, they were camel herders, and they were experts in camels. So tell the Sahabi radiallahu that, do you see these red camels? The Sahabi radiallahu replies, yes, I know about them. So then he tells them, do you see that sometimes from two red camels, a dark colored camel is born? So the person says, yes, we know that. So straight away the person understood that do not ha- I, I should not have bad thoughts, I should not have suspicion with regard to my wife because there's a possibility that from two light-skinned people a dark-skinned person can be born. Immediately Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa the thought or the possibility of having some sort of suspicion with regard to his wife, he dispelled it from his mind. The fourth incident and the last incident which we will touch upon is the incident of Usama bin Zayd radiallahu Usama bin Zayd radiallahu was in battle and an enemy confronted him. Now, as he's about to pounce upon the enemy and kill him, the enemy decides to recite, La ilaha illallah. Usama bin Zayd radiallahu anhu still proceeds to attack him and kill him. Thereafter, he goes to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Now he starts having doubts. I may have killed the believer. So he goes to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he tells him, This is what happened. I was fighting in battle. And an enemy recited kalima and I still went and killed him. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's face turns red with anger. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Open. Did you know what was inside his heart? Did you have information? Did you have uh, a knowledge of what was inside his heart? Did you know that he was reciting the kalima la ilaha illallah just to protect himself? So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam again another incident. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam demonstrating to the sahaba radiallahu anhu practically how to refrain from having bad thoughts with regard to others. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to bring this good quality in our life, to have this quality of having good thoughts with regard to others, to make it easy for us and an easy way. Last, uh, lastly, the last point, how can we do it? One easy way, ulama mentioned, is if we, someone says something that we're not sure about, someone says something that may come across as bad, someone says something which may come across as hurting us, the easiest way to now dispel this, uh, a doubt which you may have in your mind with regard to this, uh, to this person is to interpret what is good. 
someone says something and it may come across as hurtful, may come across as though the person is something wrong with regard to the person, immediately find a good interpretation for it. Inshallah, we will be able to not inculcate this quality in our lives and inshallah, we will, we will, we will find ourselves to be living a better life, a more happier life, not worried about people and to allow us to inculcate this in our lives, to give us a tawfiq, to bring this into our lives. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِ Alhamdulillah <laughs> أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم إنه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين أيما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين ورضى اللهم عن الخلفاء الراشدين أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وعن سائر الصحابة رضوان الله تعالى عليهم أجمعين اللهم عز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل آخرتنا خيرا من الأولى اللهم انصر من نصر دين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وجعلنا منه عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني أذكركم مشكروني ولا تكفرون Allah, 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 Allah,
الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغوب عليهم ولا الضالين والضحى والليل إذا سجى ما ودعك ربك وما قلى وللآخرة خير لك من الأولى ولسوف يعطيك ربك فترضى ألم يجدك يتيما فآوى ووجدك ضالا فهدى ووجدك عائلا فأغنى فأما اليتيم فلا تقهر وأما إلى فلا تنهر وأما بنعمة ربك فحدث الله سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين إنا أنزلناه في ليلة القدر وما أدراك ما ليلة القدر ليلة القدر خير من ألف شهر تنزل الملائكة بإذن ربهم لأمر حتى مطلع الفجر سمع الله لمن حمده الله الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله ورحمة الله
اللهم انت السلام وانت السلام تبارك يا ذي الجلال والاكرام ربنا اتنا في الدنيا حسنه وفي الاخره حسنه وقنا عذاب النار ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم لا مانع لما اعطيت ولا معطي لما منعت ولا راد لما قضيت ولا ينفع ذا الجد منك الجد سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين